0: Kia ora e te whanau. welcome back to another multi-millionaire podcast. Today we have a very exciting podcast. I actually say that every single week. I say we have a very exciting podcast, but I think that um, like all of the different co that um, money and all of these things come to are quite exciting. So, did you want to share a bit about yourself, where you come from, and what got you started
1: in the mahi that you do? Yeah, I'd love to. Kia ora everyone. My name is Christiana Pollock. I am a mortgage advisor, also known as a mortgage broker in New Zealand. Um, I help people basically with anything to do with their mortgages, which is a loan to purchase property. Um, I got into the industry because when I first bought my first property, I found that there wasn't a lot of education out there and we nearly just wrote off the whole idea because people weren't really there to help us and teach us what all the lingo meant and all that sort of thing. So um, we just assumed that we probably wouldn't be able to afford um, what we needed to in the market. And so the more that I started doing research myself, figured out that it actually was realistic and managed to get into the property ladder. And ever since then, um, I've just kept researching to make sure that we're making like the best decisions. And that just grew to me learning more and more about it and building this passion for it that now... um, yeah now I've become a mortgage advisor.
0: That's so awesome did you want to talk through a little bit about your experiences um, purchasing your first home what kind of um, time was that in and what was some of the preparation that you needed to do before purchasing your first home?
1: Yeah cool so um, I bought back we bought our first property back in 2017 we were quite lucky that it was when we were coming down from um, a peak in the market which is Mm. sort of what we're experiencing at the moment Um, and in terms of preparation, we were quite lucky that, um, we both had KiwiSaver, which we could use and we had, because, um, my partner, my husband now, he had been studying. So he had been really good with budgeting and I was working full time and I sort of just learned from him about, let's just be really tight with our money. So it was quite good that we didn't have to set a really tight budget. We sort of were just naturally putting money away. Um, But in terms of getting ready to buy, we just went to weekends and weekends and weekends of open homes. And from that, you sort of get an idea of what you like, what you don't like. Um, And we didn't have the best experience with the mortgage advisor that we dealt with, but it did just give us an idea of um, what our purchase price could be. And then that led into obviously all the open homes that we went to, we could sort of get a feel for what would be in that budget and what wouldn't um, and listening to and going to a lot of the auctions to get an idea. So it's sort of Um, If you're dealing with a mortgage advisor and they can give you good answers around what you should be doing to prepare, that makes it really easy. Um, And Mm. then in terms of finding a property, it's really just about that research and keeping your finger on the pulse of the market.
0: My grandfather was a property investor and so he used to um, always tell me like just whenever you um, are wanting, whenever you move to a new city, just go to open homes even if you're not in the market and just make sure that you understand, you know, like what the um, pro- average prices are and then when a deal comes up, you'll be able to just know straight away that it's a deal. So it's um, exactly. quite similar, I guess. Yeah. Um,
1: and that's that's part of the benefit as well of working with a mortgage advisor or getting a pre-approval from the bank. It means that when you are going to open homes, you sort of can have that confidence that you know where you sit in the market. Mm. Um, Whereas some people, they sort of start looking and they go to open homes and things like that, but they don't actually know what their budget is. Um, Mm. And then all of a sudden they find something they love and then it's a rushed process and they might miss out. Whereas if you're ahead of the pack and you've got that pre-approval, you sort of have a better chance. Mm.
0: No, that's awesome what advice could you give to um, anyone wanting to get into the property market um, and get their best um, amount for their mortgage
1: yeah so um a few pieces of advice the first is uh, I might be a bit biased but to talk to a mortgage advisor or a mortgage broker um uh, basically what that entails is uh generally we'll get you to like complete a form. And then that means that we get an understanding of your financial situation so that we can give you the best advice for your your situation. Um, Other tips would be um, look at whether you can get like boarders or flatmates in because Mm -hmm. that actually helps with your lending potential. Um, Other tips could be, um, a lot of the tips are around like once you have a mortgage as well, but Mm -hmm. when you're trying to... um, like save to get into a property there's there's so many different things like some people they use a lot of buy now pay later you yes. scrap that um, some people have credit card debt you know like student loans things like that you don't necessarily want to pay down your debt straight away that's where it pays to talk to a mortgage advisor first um, because when it comes to a mortgage there's two elements to it so the first is your deposit amount
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the second is your affordability which is basically what the bank deems you to be able to borrow And you put those together, and you get your purchase price. Um, if your deposit amount is too low, or you're sort of on the cusp, then you don't want to be using the cash that you have to pay down your debt. Um, so it's sort of like a deposit. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where if you talk to someone, you can get an idea of okay, I need to be saving as much cash as I can, so I'll put that towards the deposit. Versus, I really need more income to be able to borrow more, so Mm. I'll pay down pay down my debt first. So it's a bit of a um, a bit of a science, I guess, to juggle those. Um, yeah, and I guess in terms of deposits, just talking a bit more on that, there are quite a few more options than what a lot of people have heard in the media. So um, generally, like the holy grail of deposits is a twenty percent deposit, and uh, then there are is a certain quota that each bank can give you of ten um, percent deposits or higher. So it's sort of mm-hmm. in the middle there, and then there's the carrying order schemes, which some people don't know a lot about which is um you can buy if you meet the criteria with as little as a five percent deposit which is huge and Mm. I mean for a lot of people who are paying rent right now um you know if you have to rent a whole house for your family you're not going to really be getting ahead in terms of your savings for a deposit so being able to buy with that five percent is is really really significant um and yeah that's sort of a benefit of of starting the process early and looking into your options is so that you can figure those things out and then the goal of buying a house can sort of just become that bit more realistic mm. and that's where people get their mojo and start to have that real drive to get there. Mm.
0: I have seen a lot um recently of homeowners who are struggling to pay their mortgages with the current interest rates. What can you say about
1: that and what um tips would you have for people in those types of situations? Yeah, it's really tricky for a lot of people, especially people that have bought in the last couple of years when prices were really high. So they've drawn down big loans, um, and they also were on interest rates that were, you know, starting with a two or three percent. Mm. Um, those are jumping now. Some of them to like the six point five to seven percent yeah um so yeah my recommendation is um just to talk to someone and to talk to someone as early as you can so whether that's the bank if you're more comfortable with that or whether it's an advisor um talk to them about your options so there are things that we can look at like going to an interest only term uh having an interest only term sorry Mm -hmm. and basically what that means is you're not actually paying down your principal during that period but it just means if you're just in financial hardship right now if someone's lost their job or you're having to go on maternity leave, things like that, sorry, parental leave, um, then uh, you just need that reprieve right now and that will basically just reduce your expenses in the short term. In the longer term though, once that interest only period of say we might do one year or two years ends, you then have two years less of um, the term to pay down the whole rest of the loan. So Mm. um, we do look at these sorts of things and it analyze whether it is going to be worth it or not um also things like going like extending the loan term itself mm-hmm. um and then the banks do actually have their own hardship teams which is for people who are just really struggling and we want to try to avoid you having to sell the property especially when the property's come down in price right now so yeah um they they look at things like if you can, can withdraw your kiwi saver um or have a repayment holiday and things like that mm-hmm. so yeah the best thing to do is just talk to someone don't sit on sit only on your hands freaking out until it comes up for renewal because there are things that we can start looking at in advance to work you towards hopefully being as comfortable as possible.
0: Mm. I guess for in my own experiences of wanting to get into the property market I think there's a lot of like confusion about the different roles there are when you're going to buy a property so in terms of a um, mortgage advisor what are the different types of things that you can help people with when they're wanting to buy a home
1: oh yeah so when people want to um, want to buy a home uh, the sooner you can talk to an advisor the better and what we do is basically look at your situation and see how see how you fit in with the current lender policies so that's one thing is that banks are changing their policies pretty frequently at the moment. Um, lots of changes in legislation and things like that so um, we'll basically do a comparison um, across all the different lenders that we work with and uh, the uh, we do basically a calculation and um, those calculations will give us numbers that we can then figure out where you reasonably sit right now in terms of a purchase price um, and whether that's realistic in the market and from there basically um, we can decide if that's Feasible for a property in the area that you're looking, or if we need to work towards um, a higher price. And that's where we'll look at all sorts of things like um, auditing your subscriptions, seeing if you can reduce your debt, um, looking at getting what I mentioned before about flatmates or boarders. So basically, um, if you can get a flatmate in to increase that borrowing, all sorts of sort of like almost financial coaching to get you Mm. across the line. Um, And then what we also do is once you're actually at the point of buying, there's guidance around what your loan structure would best look like. So that's once once you're all locked in, we um, set a structure and that means that the day that the money comes out of the account and you've got a big negative sum in the bank,
0: mm. um,
1: what's going to work best for you? And that's where it comes down a lot to your personal needs and goals. Um, so basically, uh, if you're planning on... Wanting to get like grow a portfolio, then we'd look at structuring it in a way that you're going to get as much sort of usable equity as you can. Um, Some people just want to pay down, pay sorry the sort of minimum that they need to pay so that they can still live that lifestyle that they want. So yeah, it's sort of it's it's more than just helping people into a property, and that's where Mm -hmm. a lot of people um, think of a mortgage advisor as like oh they'll help me buy a house, which we definitely do. But it is quite an ongoing relationship because we want you to not just get the mortgage, but then maximize that mortgage for the whole whatever term it is could be up to a 30-year term Um, and yeah just guidance along the way and things like whenever you come up for a refix um, and things like restructuring your loan or uh, refinancing you to another bank or when you want to sell an upgrade Mm. or downsize things like that.
0: Okay. And in terms of um a fee for a mortgage advisor, does that, how do mortgage advisors get paid? Is it um, the purchaser wanting, do they, do they pay a fee? How does that work?
1: Yeah. So that's one thing that I really love about this industry is that I don't have to charge my clients at all. Um, we're paid by the banks on the day that the mortgage is drawn down.
0: Oh, and okay.
1: so what that means, yeah, what that means is that um people are able to get advice, which usually Usually a lot of people, they don't actively go out and look for financial advice. Mm. Um, They sort of learn off their parents if they've had that or they, you know, some people see things online or some people just Mm. don't really care about it at all (laughs) and they just live paycheck to paycheck. So it's really nice to be able to provide the service for free because otherwise a lot of people would just either deal direct with the bank or not do it at all. Mm. Um, So yeah, so what happens is there's different structures at different lenders, um, but Basically, any time that I help a client to refix or um, help them to get into a property in the first place and they draw down the mortgage, then I get a commission of part of that. Um, And also what it means is that, um, well, actually, there's been a lot of compliance stuff that's come out lately and financial advisors are a lot more, uh, there's a lot more guidelines around Mm. what financial advisors can and can't do. Um, But the main thing is that there's a real push that anything that a financial advisor does, which should have... It's what ethically a lot of advisors had already been doing, but just recently it came in that it's literally a legal requirement to make sure that you're working to the best interest of your client.
0: Awesome. Are there any other tips or advice you could give
1: to anyone listening in on the podcast today in terms of um, mortgages? Yeah, so I'll just quickly run through um, uh, the affordability side of things because that's where a lot of people, they work towards the deposit because that's what they've heard that they – need. So um, Mm -hmm. like I said, there's the 20% or 10% or as little as 5% if you can use the kind order first home loan scheme. Um, And basically after you have your deposit, we want to work out your affordability. So the calculations that we do, um, we basically take your total income minus your expenses minus what your predicted expenses would be once you buy a house. So things like your rates and your property insurance. Yep. And then with what's left over, we pretty much do um, a calculation on what you could afford to repay for a mortgage. And what the banks do is they test you at a higher rate than the current interest rates. So okay. people will may have seen or heard that the current interest rates are sort of in this mid to high sixes. Um, previously, you know, like a few years ago, people were having two, two and a half percent um, interest rates. So it's a big change. But Mm. basically for that exact reason is why the banks test you at a higher interest rate. So banks at the moment are testing sort of eight and a half to 9%. And so for a lot of people, they think I can really afford to repay a mortgage of this size. Um, But in theory, the banks are testing you slightly differently. And so that's where we want to make sure that um, us as advisors and the bank want to make sure that we're not setting you up for a mortgage that you can't repay. So um, really good spending prior to applying for a mortgage is good um if we can show that you do have surplus income and that that can therefore facilitate um a mortgage then that's perfect but a lot of people it's not really realistic or they've sort of just realized that they're in a position to buy uh sorry they have enough deposit to buy so it's sort of p- popped up on them and now they suddenly want to apply but they haven't had good spending so mm. um there was the triple CFA that came out which was an act that, was a bit all all through the media so you might have heard about it Um, and basically it meant that banks really tightened up on expenses so the media was saying like if you've been buying coffees takeaway coffees or uber eats in the last three months then you won't get a mortgage and that's not quite the case I mean if if your spending was so high that you couldn't afford the mortgage of that size but you said oh well I'm not going to buy the uber eats anymore and I'm not going to buy the coffees then the banks were a little bit like oh you say that but you know, it's a bit risky to believe Thank you. Yeah. So what? What basically we have, fortunately, had some changes to the triple CFA now. And um, now, what look, they'll look at is okay. Realistically, we do understand that people's um, uh, people's priorities change when they buy a house. Effectively, mm. so most people, I think, we would agree would um, pay their mortgage rather than going out for breakfast on a Sunday. So banks we have loosened up. Yeah, banks have <laughs> loosened up on that. Thankfully. And um, But we do still just want to show some kind of evidence. So generally, I, if clients come to me and their spending hasn't been great, but they say, you know, we're confident we can drop this, this, this and this. And then, you know, that would get us into the position where we can afford it. Um, then I just work with them and say, OK, let's look at it in two weeks time. And so I'll guide them through what else they might need to work on. And then after we have like a month of evidence of that reduced spending is when I'm a lot more comfortable that yep. they would be able to afford it. And then I'm comfortable therefore taking it to the bank to prove that. And so it's all about really um, working with your advisor just to get you, we're here to get you in the best position possible to to send you to the bank. Um, if you go to the bank directly and they decline you, it can be really disheartening. And yeah. so that's where Basically, our goal is to, okay, if you don't work at this bank, do you work at this bank? Because the policies, they, they vary hugely. Um, mm-hmm. How they assess your income, how they assess all your expenses. And so um, the idea is that um, you want to, we just want to get you in a position where you are presented to them as wonderfully as possible so that they want to give you a loan. So yeah, in terms of tips, um, I guess uh, a lot of it is really around your exact situation. And so that's where it's a little bit tricky to just Fire off a whole bunch of tips, um, but generally, if you can keep, especially buy now pay later debt to a minimum, um, uh, just debt in general to a minimum. If you can't can't afford it with the money that you've got, then don't get it. Yeah. Um, there obviously are things like emergencies and things like that that people you know need a car because they need to get from A to B and to work. So um, all about just keeping in touch with your financial advisor just to make sure that you're not hindering yourself in the future.
0: Mm. That's really useful. Um, thank you so much. We um, a lot of like beneficiaries and maybe students' student allowance. What I've seen is that. Um, so I recently, well, not recently, it was about a year ago. Tried to get a credit card to build my credit score, but my um, student allowance income didn't count as my income. What's that like okay. in terms of mortgages? So um, those on benefits or um, can those on benefits? get mortgages how does that work
1: yep they can it is actually dependent on the lender so there's some like for example some banks don't accept child support um so it's all it's all around the different lender policy so that's where Mm. we'd analyze your situation and where your income's coming from and try to work that into the right bank um but also just in terms of what you said about credit score so i've seen a bit on tiktok and the likes where people say you need to go get a good credit score um, we obviously want you to have a good credit score, but if you don't have a credit score at all, that's not actually a bad thing in New Zealand. It's more of a—I um, think it's mainly the US where they where they do a lot of posts around that. Um, but as yeah, uh, I've never had a credit card. I didn't have any credit score uh, when I, when I bought my first place. It was basically having no score is better than having a bad score. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily need to go out and get a credit card just for the sake of having a credit score. There are other things that you're analysed on. So, as long as you've got good um, account etiquette in your bank's statements, then it's not a major.
0: Wow, that's awesome. If anyone is wanting to um, start looking for a mortgage advisor, can you share a little bit about how people might be able to get in touch with you um, or where they could go to get help?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you'll find a lot of people on Google um, who will be able to help it is worth having a conversation with a few people um, just to see who really fits in with, with the type of um, service that you require. So if you're really looking for um, advice on getting into your first home, then from talking with someone, you understand if that's sort of one of their specialties Mm. because there are some advisors who focus on just commercial property, for example, or um, mainly focus on investors, things like that. So uh, there are also a number of us that just work with all types of clients who um, just really want good advice. Yeah. Um and in terms of getting in touch with me, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, or you can um find me on the Mortgage Lab website.
0: But I'll put all of your um details in the description for anyone
1: wanting to get in touch. If anyone's thinking about getting into the financial advice or mortgage advice industry, like for a job, um mm-hmm. I'd love to uh, just share my experience and chat with anyone. So yeah, please feel free to message me.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I really do appreciate all that you've shared and I will definitely be taking this away and reflecting and um, I've learned heaps. So thank you so much for this. Thank you for having me.